Hi, everybody. Good evening. Welcome to episode two of the View From Here podcast. I'm so incredibly thankful to the sweet little handful that listened to episode one. And, you know, I could be discouraged that I don't have the masses, but I don't need the masses following me yet. It's okay. More than anything, I think this is just kind of a platform for me to vent. And as a woman who spends a lot of hours outside of work by herself, I can say that it's really kind of cathartic. It is actually kind of therapeutic to just kind of get these things off my mind or share with you however you want to put it. But regardless, I'm just incredibly grateful for the positive feedback from last week. So thank you. Tonight, there's a couple of different things that I just have really had on my mind lately. And in that, I think there's something that we as women desperately need to do. And if you are a man listening to this, I've seen it as well, but I just really truly think this is something that applies to so many women. Oh my goodness. So there's two things that I'm going to talk about tonight. And these just so, I I just personally completely have been guilty of both of these things. And I'm just trying to encourage you ladies to really take hold of who you are in these two things. So hold that thought. I'll be right back. And we'll get started. All right. So here's the thing. Two things that honestly, I feel like we really need to work on as women. Number one, it is taking a compliment. I'm just going to leave that there for a second because There's nothing worse to me than when you compliment someone and they immediately start devaluing that compliment, whether it's by this whole backpedaling thing of, oh, you know, this thing or, oh, it's a mess today. It can be anything. Girl, I love that color on you. Oh, it's a miracle. You can even see it. It's I've worn it so many times. Or, I really like your hair. Oh my gosh, it's such a mess. You look so pretty to that girl. It's nothing but a miracle. I mean, it's those kinds of things. And yeah, I'm pretty much quoting myself with some of those discrediting quotes of a compliment. But it's just, it's gotten to the point that it's so obvious. And you know what's sad? Is it starts so early. Many of you know that I teach middle schoolers and at the beginning of the year, most that come to me are 12 and oh my goodness, these girls, I'll compliment them on their hair and they won't even hardly acknowledge it. Oh my gosh. Or they'll get so embarrassed. They'll just hide. I have a student who right now she literally hides her face. When she's on camera, because as many of you know, we're still doing virtual. I do have some students in the classroom now, but I have been online most of the year. And um, this young lady actually has come into the classroom now, but she still hides her face. 
And we have to force them practically to turn on their cameras. And I do realize that sometimes with the cameras, that has to do with other situations, home life. And I get that. But nine times out of 10, I'm telling you, when I compliment one of the girls, I'll say, girl, I love your haircut or what a cute hoodie. It can be anything. They're just mortified. Or fast forward at the checkout line, Target, girls ringing me up. And the first thing I say, girl, I love your nail color. Oh my gosh, I got to get my nails done. They're so terrible. It, it's, it's honestly, I feel almost like an epidemic. And you know, I understand that because for years, for years, I truly, truly struggled with my own self-worth. And then going through some of the changes I've gone through in my life from the chronic illness issues to divorce and being a hundred percent real here, poverty, you, you honestly have such a devaluing that happens. And you know, it doesn't matter how many beautiful people tell you you're beautiful or how many prayer warriors say they're praying or how many ministers minister to you until you truly let go of this insane expectation of perfection. Gosh, we just, we just not be able to accept a compliment. So I have this crazy thing that I want you all to do this week. If someone compliments you, I want you to do this. It's a fairly complex plan, but I really think it's going to help you. And I hope that you're ready for this. Okay, here's the plan. Say thank you. <laughs> Say thank you. Someone says they like your outfit. Say thank you. Someone tells you your hair looks nice. Thank you. I have found so often that compliments can work wonders. You know, too often we're so wrapped up in our busyness and our lists and checking things off of those to-do lists and so many things going on around us that if someone is grumpy to us in a checkout line or at a drive through we just kind of say, well, you know, we, we return that. We return that attitude with an attitude. But I have found that compliments absolutely transform the situation almost not every time okay some people are just not not good at their jobs but overall sometimes that person is just having a rotten day you don't even understand what maybe was just said to them that split second right before you walked up and i know what it's like to be mistreated on the job. I know what it's like to be micromanaged and undermined. And your compliment could be the very thing that is just absolute balm to their soul. It just blows my mind. So accept the compliments, give the compliments. You know, we're called to be a light and we're called to be representation of love. And you know, one of my favorite phrases, and I even used it a couple of times this week, someone said something about, 
the positivity that I bring into a room or something. And I just said, look, preach the gospel if necessary, use words. And I mean, that comes from St. Francis of Assisi. I can't claim that, but preach the gospel. And if necessary, use words. We have to be walking in who we are meant to be. And I get it. Sometimes that's a process. But all you need to just at least start, just at least start, say thank you. Say thank you if someone compliments you and give those compliments out. Just, what is that phrase? Um, Throw kindness around like confetti. Uh, What a difference it would make, I think. So I love that. And so moving on, the second thing that's really on my heart this week is this feeling of not being able to rest. Feeling like I have to be in a hurry. You know, when my daughters were little, even while I was still married, there was this I feel like I was constantly on a timeline. And if you have younger children, honestly, even teenagers, I feel like when my girls were teenagers, we were running just as much. But I feel like we're constantly in just a a clock mindset. And no matter what we're doing, we're checking the time. We're looking at the time. We have to be this place by this time. We have X number of minutes in this place. We've got to run this errand here. And then finally you have a day off or maybe you have a job where you're working on the weekend. So you're thankful for those weekdays that are off. And I've certainly been there many, many times in my life working retail and different positions. And now with just technically working Monday through Friday, haha. <laughs> Most educators, do, do any of us really do that? No. I've had to make time for just me and all of that. A lot of that's changed, but moving on, I just feel like so many of us, and again, I feel like this goes back to women. We feel like we constantly have to be checking the time. And, you know, now, my daughters are grown. They are adults. The youngest one is graduating from college, but I'm truly in the empty nest here. And I will still, I'll be at the store or maybe I'm just going through one of the most dangerous places on earth, home goods. (laughs) If you guys have a home goods, oh my goodness. That's when you know you truly transition to adulthood. When you're not going places to just look at clothes, you're going places to look at things for your home. Oh my goodness. Okay, that was a side note. But seriously, I feel like I'm always worried that, ooh, I've got to hurry and get home. And guess what? I don't. (laughs) I don't. I will be out and I'm going, okay, I've been here a long time. Or maybe I'm sitting in Starbucks with a book or my journal or... Maybe I've gone on a super long walk downtown where I live here, and it's really cute where I live in New Bern. And so sometimes I just will take my sketchbook or a book and a bottle of water and just walk around, especially if I'm walking down by the water. And it's just like this subconscious feeling that I always have to be checking the time. Okay, what am I doing? How long have I been here? Okay. We have to get out of that mindset. And I realize, of course, we have schedules. 
Okay, schedules are a huge point of kind of keeping your household in order. And that's something I can talk about later. Uh, last week, I talked about the calendar and just staying organized. And it does. It absolutely helps. But wow, when we have time to ourselves and we have time to just relax and to rest, I don't know why, but it is just so hard for us to do. And so today I I made this decision. There was a project that I had been working on and it was an independent professional development course that I didn't have to take through my school. It's something I found on my own. It's actually through National Geographic. Well, today is the deadline, or I should say would have been the deadline to get all my artifacts in and to do this thing called a capstone project, all of this. Well, I made the decision that I'm going to wait for the next cohort because I just could not give everything that I needed to give into it, I guess you could say, for it to be a true representation of me, both professionally and personally. And I just made a conscious decision to let it go. And I think that's one of the things that we do. We have these standards, you know, I have to do this, I have to fix this, I have to drop this off. And it's just this vicious cycle of do, 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 and go, go, go. And you know what I did today instead? (sighs) I sat out on my deck and I took a nap. I took a nap. It was just what was needed. And even before I lay down, I'm I'm laying there thinking, gosh, there's so much I need to be doing. I should go ahead and do a load of laundry. I should get things ready for this week. I should, I should, I should. And I just stopped and gave myself permission to just rest. So find that space, find that time. And I'm telling you, more often than not, All these little to-dos, I'm not saying procrastinate. I'm just saying maybe reevaluate. Does everything have to be so spot on list checking perfect? Does there always have to be a protein and three vegetables and dessert for your family? Can you just have breakfast for dinner? One of my personal favorites. Or something that we did a lot in my home when it had been a long day and We were all coming in and we were tired and there was still homework to be done and baths and stories and deadlines. I would call it a European dinner and we would have bread and fruit and cheese and yogurt and crackers and pull together those things. I I guess you could just say it was kind of a low budget charcuterie board, (laughs) but it worked. And guess what? my girls were still fine. They were still fine. Sometimes you're going to have cereal for dinner and it's still okay. Save the times for those incredible gourmet meals that you're wanting to try for when you actually have time. And in the middle of all that, you have to have time to just feed your soul. So that leads me then to the Sunday list. And as I close things out tonight, I have three little nuggets that I just want to share with you. So I'll be right back 
for this week's Sunday List. Well, once again, thank you for listening, and I just want to close this week out with three things. Number one, I discovered something really cool this week. It's um, a brand of plant-based meatballs. I know that sounds random. It's a contradiction, (laughs) but they're really, really good. And I am vegetarian, trying to be vegan as often as possible. I'm not going to be rude if a friend buys pizza for me or something, but I am trying to completely 100% be vegan. And I have to tell you, these are amazing. The brand is Pure Farmland. Pure Farmland. And this was so strange because they were not over with the regular plant-based products in the refrigerated sections. They were actually over with some of the other, like uh, the frozen prepared foods that were already certain brands of meatballs and burgers and things like that in the frozen food section. Don't ask me how I found them. I just was scanning and I saw the little plant and I was like, there's a plant picture in the frozen foods. This was in Harris Teeter. If you have Harris Teeter, I've also seen them at Publix. Not sure what you have near you, but anyway, they are amazing. I made my own version of spaghetti and non-meat meatballs. And when I make the package, um, I go ahead and cook them all usually. And they, they're best you just cook them in the oven. And it's great. You flip them over and it's fantastic. And then I just put them in the fridge and I can heat a couple up throughout the week. I've made my little non-meatball meatball subs. And I've even crumbled them up and stirred them into soups too. So they are scrumptious. Truly love them. Pure farmland plant-based meatballs. My other amazing thing that I absolutely love is I heard this quote and I read it honestly in reference to bird watching. I know that sounds so random and eccentric, but hey, why not? Uh, One of the things that this person said in this article, and I honestly don't remember where I found it. I'm sorry, person, I would quote you, but they said, I love this quote, life happens on the edge. Life happens on the edge. And it was in reference to creating bird feeders and putting things out, especially if you live near woods because of certain predators that certain animals may not get as much. And the new place where I'm living now, there are woods right behind my house. And so I always put out bird seed and suet and different things. I loved that quote, life happens on the edge. And you know what? That is absolutely true. That is where the big decisions are made. I feel like, you know, we're just going about our day and then it's when we're frazzled or when we're completely at our wits end, we're driving on fumes. There's nothing in the refrigerator and it's two weeks till payday and all the things that happen life happens on the edge. And you know, at that point, that is when we have to make some of those power decisions, whether it's asking for help, which God knows I've done, whether it's getting really creative, making something out of nothing, which my mother told me I'm really good at doing, or it's just dropping everything you're doing and just saying, okay, God, um, I'm just not getting this done on my own. 
it's 100% time for you. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what you have to do. You'll know what works for you, but life happens on the edge. And then the last thing I want to tell you, look, if you haven't invested in a weighted blanket, I'm telling you, those things are life-changing. So I wasn't sure. There was a lot of hype. And last year, I got one. Now you can get them much much less expensive than mine was, but I got it. And at first I just wasn't sure. It said it was only like 15 pounds, but I'm telling you, it truly, truly helps me sleep. No, it's not for everyone. It's funny. My youngest daughter loves it. My oldest daughter does not. She said it felt like a dead body. <laughs> I don't know how she would know, what a dead body would feel like on top, but I love it. And it's sometimes also just enough of coverage too, as it's getting warmer. Sometimes you just don't want a big comforter. So, you know, I know there's a lot of companies out there and you have to get what works for you. There's some that are scented, some that are heavier. I think some that are only 15 pounds, some that are go up to 20 pounds, whichever it is. But it really, really works. And with some of the challenges I've had with sleeping, whether it's paying insomnia, those of us that have to deal with some of those issues call it, or just life in general. Hey, life is what's lived on the edge, right? Life happens, life happens on the edge. For me, it's been a true blessing. So those are my top three the amazing brand, pure farmland plant-based meatballs. Get yourself a weighted blanket. It's going to help, especially if you have a hard time sleeping. And lastly, remember, life happens on the edge. And what do you need to do to make everything just come to a just real level of peace in your life? Okay. God bless everybody. Have an amazing week. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Bye. Hey everyone, one last thing, don't forget, this is a listener-supported podcast. So as you close out, please scroll on down and look at how you can contribute. Hey, look, if this leads to me becoming a millionaire, why not? But in the meantime, it'd be cool to just pay for the website. All right, thanks so much. And again, I appreciate it more than you know. Have a great week.